reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Church, oh, you happy to be in church? Look at your neighbor standing next to you and tell the person, I'm happy to see you. Yeah, if you had look ahead to the person, say it again. Maybe you're not quite, you're not talking to the person, say it again. I'm happy to see you. We have a testimony in the house. The Bible says, Thy testimonies are my delight. Hallelujah! So, God delights in our testimonies. And this testimony is a very powerful one. It says, I'm a shepherd from Aikuma, and my testimony is about how God delivered me from an accident yesterday. Yeah, wow. I was driving into town. Right after the tow booth, there was a bit of traffic, so the cars had slowed down, and my car had almost gone to a halt. Then suddenly, without any warning, I heard a loud noise, and I felt my car lurching forward forcefully. It took me a while to realize what was happening, that my car had been hit from the back. God being so good, immediately my car lurched forward. The traffic started to move. So the car in front of me moved forward just in time, and I did not hit it. God will deliver you from an accident this year. I said, God will deliver you from an accident this year. It may be a car accident. It may be a domestic accident. But God will deliver you this year. Yeah. The greater miracle is that in spite of the impact, the car that, did, that hit me was a Pajaro. And my car is a small saloon car. It did not feel any pain. I went to a nearby hospital and I was examined and discharged. Interestingly, oh, you can clap. If you are clapping, then let it be better. Yeah. Because some people get accidents and it's not easy. It's a miracle. Interestingly, that morning, I chose to use my drive. I chose to use my drive time to cover some of my prayer time. So at the time of the impact, I was speaking in tongues, praying for fruitfulness in my ministry. Come on! Yeah! This is what Bishop Ogo always tells us. That when we serve God, we are actually doing it for ourselves. Because I am so confident that the Lord, in answer to my prayer that morning, sent his angel to take the impact of the coalition and to deliver me from evil. Come on! Indeed, at the accident scene, I was so calm and unperturbed. I was a bit surprised myself. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, verse 25 to 26, do not be afraid. The the NASB version says, do not be afraid of sudden fear, nor of the onslaught of the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and he will keep your foot from being caught. God will keep your foot from being caught. Oh, I didn't hear your amen. I said, God will keep your foot from being caught. 
This is exactly what God did for me. I want to thank Bishop Ogo for always stirring us up to keep serving God. Thank you very much, Bishop. Please don't stop. Please don't stop. Please don't stop. Please, I think this one we can stand up to our feet and, and, and salute the man of God for always leading us, for always forcing us to do something in the church for God. He says, I want to encourage each one of us to eagerly respond to the call to serve God. I will one day, rea- you will one day, one day realize that you were actually helping your own self. Hallelujah! Oh, let's put our hands together for that powerful testimony. And you may humbly take your seats in the presence of God. Bishop, thank you very much for leading us. Please don't stop. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Greater 
I've got you, family and friends, and I'm grateful. Yes, I am. Ever since I met Jesus Christ, I've been living this kind of life. It's a good life. You enjoy living this kind of life. Living this kind of life. It gets sweeter and sweeter day by day. Yes, it does. Living this kind of life Everything's new and the old has passed away yeah. Don't you know that happy days are here again I've got new family and friends and I'm grateful Yes I am Ever since I met Jesus Christ I've been living this kind of life It's a good life
brother to come and look for you uh well if brothers like stiff sisters yeah it's up to them are you enjoying the service tonight are you enjoying the service tonight? well at this time there's something very important special that we have begun to do in our services and that is a very special treatment we give to our new converts hallelujah i said hallelujah so tonight i want to ask if there are any new converts in the service you're a new convert. You gave your life to Christ recently. You are in the New Believer School. I want you to just give me a wave and stand to your feet wherever you are. You're a new convert, a new believer. Beautiful. There they are. Clap your hands for them. Wherever you are sitting, just stand to your feet for me. God bless you. You're a new convert. You're in the New Believer School. Beautiful. Just stand to your feet wherever you are. Just stand to your feet. Beautiful. Do me one more favor. Take everything of yours. Take your iPhone, your iPad, your galaxy and just come to me here in the front i'm going to direct you to somebody special please come to me my brother just here in front clap for them as they come mommy please yes god bless you don't leave anything there please take everything of yours beautiful clap your hands for them your hand clap is not encouraging you what you, is there a meter on your hand clap 
Like you are paying bill like ECG for the hand clap. Hey. Beautiful. Now, please do me a favor. So tonight, you have the privilege of being taught specially as we are also here. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. You know, all of us in our homes, when you have babies, they eat separately from us. They eat different food. They are fed separately, and that's what we want to do spiritually for the new converts. Hallelujah. We want to give them special food. They are being fed specially. As you and I are chewing bones, but they have special food. So tonight, I want to give them to their pastors who will be teaching them specially tonight. So please go with your pastors over there. Clap your hands for them, and you'll be with them tonight. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for them. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, Beautiful. She's carrying her book. Lovely. Your hand clap is helping them. Hey, dancing stars, is there a meter on your hand clap? I'm not feeling your hand clap. Okay, okay, okay. Beautiful. Good, good. Next time, don't let me ask for it. Yes. Well, tonight, there's one more minstrel in the house. And I believe that as all these songs come, we are being ministered to and we are being blessed. And I want you to pay attention to the words of the songs as they sing. Hallelujah. Don't just look at their shoes or their dresses. Hallelujah. Amen. So ladies and gentlemen, tonight, join me and let's welcome our sister Enam to minister before the word comes. Die. 
Oh, I think your hand clap can be better. Far better. Beautiful. Well, I'm happy to announce to you that it's time for your favorite part of the service. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm happy some people are standing to their feet already. But tonight, I'm happy to tell you that you're about to hear from the throne room of grace. You're about to hear God's word for your life tonight. You're about to hear God's mind about your life tonight. And for those of you who don't know, when you sit in church on Saturday night and Bishop preaches, you are hearing prophecies. Hallelujah. You are hearing the divine word of God, inspired word of God for your life. And ladies and gentlemen, if you are excited to be receiving current word, fresh word, anointed word, I want you to put your hands together and I'm happy already on your feet. You can make some noise tonight as a sign of excitement and join me and let's welcome to this pulpit, the Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogoa. Come on, Makara Cathedral. I can't hear you tonight. I can't hear you at all. Make some noise tonight. I don't want to be a excitement and it is appropriate that you get excited in God's house we want to welcome you to church we want to welcome those of us who are online what a blessing it is for us to be in God's house keep clapping your hands sit down I want us to commit next before we sit down uh, we didn't hear that before uh, three people didn't hear that before I want us to commit next week's Founders Day Outreach into God's hands Someone must be saved. 
a soul must be saved. Someone must encounter Jesus. But beyond a soul being saved, that soul must be won. See, winning the soul is not the same as just giving your life to Christ. And the Bible says that when a strong man is armed, his goods are in place. But then, a stronger than he can come and dispossess him of the goods he has kept. Satan is strong. But God is stronger. And we, we involve God in our affairs by prayer. I want to thank God for all those who have pledged to bring souls to this psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs service. Your reward is not with me. Your reward is with the Lord. There are souls who are destined to come here. They must come here. And from today, I believe that as we pray, God is going to bring them your way. Their paths and your path will intersect. So I want us to lift up our hands at this time. We want to pray for every single soul that must be here next week. That God by his power will snatch them from the grip of hell. From the grip of evil spirits. And gather them in the house of the Lord. Lift your hands and let's pray. Pray. Everyone. Pray for the people you are bringing. Pray for the souls you are bringing. For next week's service, O God. Pray for the souls you are bringing. For the souls, Lord. That they will know you, O God. Talk to God. From today to next week, O God. Everyone lift your hands and pray. Every single person, O God, who has pledged. God wants to use you. God wants to use you. God wants to use you. Salamamushka. Mandalababa. Sataba. That God will bring someone away. That Father, you will bring some away. God will bring someone away. Men, women, children, God will bring someone your way. God will bring someone your way. God will bring someone your way. Bring them our way, Lord. 
Bring them our way, Lord. May our Pray hearts God will bring someone your way. May God use you. May God use you. May God use you. Atababa, lift your hands, everybody. Lord, use me. I surrender to you. I surrender to you, Lord. Use me. Use me as individuals of God. Use me, Lord. Sabahata. But on that day, I'm bringing someone into God's presence for his salvation. For her salvation. Malababa, pray. Use prayer to gather them. Use prayer to draw them. Use prayer to prove them. Use prayer to bring them. When we go out Lift your hands, everyone. God is placing the souls of men into your hands. Yes. As your hands are lifted, you are saying, Lord, I'll keep them well. I'll be faithful. You've chosen me. Yes. I'll be faithful. Yes. I'll be faithful to my promise. Yes. I'll be faithful to the covenant. The covenant. Lord, let every blessing you've prepared for me line up with my destiny. In Jesus' name. Let next week's service be a point of a testimony for me. Mm. Personally. Jesus. My personal testimony. Personal testimony. Do something you've not done before in my life. Something new. As I fight to bring living stones. Living stones. Living stones. Mm. Living stones. Living stones. Lord, I thank you that you are a rewarder. Thank you, Jesus. That our labor is not in vain. Never in vain. Bless them, Lord. Reward them, Lord. In Jesus' name. Even before the service. Amen. Let others, let many smell the testimonies. Amen. Let many smell your faithfulness, Amen. Lord. Amen. Prove to them, Lord, Amen. that you don't only notice our sins. Yes. You don't only notice it when we fornicate. Jesus. 
You don't only notice it when we lie, but you also notice the things we do for yes, you. Yes. Let this be our testimony, Lord. Amen. Let this be our testimony. Amen. Thank you, Father. For a great time we will have in your presence. Amen. We are grateful. We are grateful. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Tonight, I want to finish what I started last week. I was preaching from the last chapter of this amazing book, Key Facts. And it is telling us about your role as a church member. When you join a church, you have a responsibility. The Bible says in Psalm 68 and verse 6 that he sets the solitary into families. So, you are in a family. This is a family. It's a spiritual family. What God told Adam still holds true that it is not good for man to be alone. So when you get born again, God puts you into a spiritual family. The same way when you are physically born, you are put you are born into a physical, biological family with sisters and uncles and cousins and grandparents. The same way you are also spiritually in a family with brothers and sisters and many types of relationships. And last week, I began to talk about your role your role that as a member of a family you have a responsibility you have a responsibility and this chapter which is the final chapter in this book talks about your responsibility And last week we saw number one was that your role number one is that of a faithful attendee. I want you to go and listen to the message. It's on Facebook. The video is there. The audio will be on the podcast. Your role is a faithful attendee. Say I'll be faithful. Say, I will be faithful. 
Yes. When we gather like this, you must show faithfulness in your ability to be around. It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility. When we meet in church, you must not be somewhere. Because all of us are called the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. And if we are the body, can you imagine somebody being present at a place and he has left his left ear at home? Or you are somewhere and you realize that, ah, your nose is in the bathroom. You forgot to bring your nose. Or you left your toe when you were coming. No. When the body moves, the body moves. I said, when the body moves, the body moves. So, so you must be faithful and know that you are a part of a family. So when we are in church, you come faithfully as a part of the body. Number two, role is your role as a stable Christian. Stable. Paul says in Ephesians 4 that you must not be tossed about to and fro by winds and news and doctrines. You must be stable. If this is the place God has placed you, you must be stable here. Your mind, your mind about the church must be a stable mind. Yes. Don't have two minds. Don't have two minds about the church. Don't have two minds about God. Have one mind about God. One mind about the church you are in. And I want you, as you are now a member of the church, to expect winds that are contrary. Strong winds. They are part of your experience. In fact, the strong winds come to test what type of person you are. Because, you see, as for talking, people know how to talk. Yes. People know how to talk the talk. But not everyone knows how to walk the talk. So you can wear church t-shirts. You can say things. Even you go to Facebook, you write things. You are a member of the church. But when, when the thing is happening to you physically, when the wind has touched your skin, you see that your fever will come. Posting things on Facebook or Instagram is different from experiencing it yourself. And everyone, as you go on and on and on with God, 
you will experience shakings. You will experience winds. But the Bible says that we should not be tossed to and fro and carried about by the opinions of men. You must have one mind. Have one mind. Have one mind. And be stable. That is why it is very important for you as a Christian sometimes to ask yourself, can I use scriptures to explain what I'm doing? Can I, are there Bible verses that help me to explain what I'm doing? If they don't, if you can't explain to somebody why you belong to this church, why you are a member, why you come to church, why you do that, if you cannot explain it, you are, you are really not very stable. Because a, a, a very big part of your stability is in your mind. Your understanding. How your mind works. It's very, very important. Very, very important. Number three we saw. Your third responsibility we saw. Was it last week? Was it last week? Yeah. Was that your, your role as a tithe payer. Yes, you, you, it's your role to pay tithes. That when God blesses you with anything, whether it's a salary, money, whatever, you, you, you must give God a tenth. A tenth. A Christian pays tithes. It's your role. If you don't pay tithes, you are defrauding God. Malachi chapter 3 calls you a thief. We, we saw all that last week. I, I explained to you one big problem about not paying tithes. You know, a big problem that you experience when you don't pay tithes is that it's the problem of a thief. What the Bible has in store for a thief. And Zechariah chapter 5 places a curse not just on the thief but on his house where you stay. Malachi chapter 3 pronounces a curse on thieves who don't pay tithes because a tenth is not yours. But Zechariah takes it beyond you being cursed and, and, and explains that the curse now eats and enters the timber in your house. The stones in your house. He say, it, say it, shall, it, shall, it shall enter the house and it consumes the stones. It's very, very, very serious. very very important that you don't play games with God you know and that is why we pastors you know sometimes God just has mercy on us because we try to intervene in matters that don't concern us of course we love we love our sheep so if a sheep has a problem, we have to step in. 
But a lot of the problems people experience are actually God answering the questions they asked him. A lot of the things. So, even you see as a pastor, you see that God doesn't mind you sometimes. A lot of your prayers, you just rubbish your prayers. Because you don't know what you are praying about. You don't understand what is happening. Yes. You don't understand what is happening. If you understood it, you won't pray. Oh, yes. If you understood the source of this person's problem, you won't waste your time to be quoting scriptures. Mm. So, I'm just saying that don't don't play games with God. Because he's a very, very wild God. If you are in church, if you are in this church, it's very important that you understand it clearly that you, you have a responsibility. The next one, the next one is your, your, you give offerings. You see, you give offerings. Your fourth role as a Christian in a church, a Bible-believing Christian, you give offerings. Which Malachi chapter 3 also says that if you don't give offerings, you have robbed God. You know? And, and, and I, I am surprised that it's an issue. I'm quite surprised that giving an offering to God is an issue. I mean, why are you like that? Why do you want to be in a relationship where you are only receiving? Even human beings don't like such a person. God won't like you. Any relationship, any relationship, even between two countries, between two countries, between two planets, between two animals, between two anything, where one there, one one is just there and posted to receive all the time. It's not a good thing. And, and you will notice in, in this world that the parts of the world that only receive money from rich countries has never woken up. Rather, the, those countries which are giving the money are rather becoming better and becoming greater. That's why the Bible says, give, and it shall be given to you. More. Press down. So I want to say to all of us that as we are now in this family, you know, we give offerings. Give offerings. And God will cause people to give you back. Today, I'm going to number four. N- number five. Hallelujah. Amen. Number what? Five. Number five. Your, 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 your number five role, your fifth role, is to make your talents and gifts available to the church. Yes, it's your fifth role. To make your talents and your gifts available to the church. What gift do you have? What gift do you have? A gift of singing? A gift of arranging people? A gift of noticing things? When you come into the house of God and you are a part of this family, you must make your gifts available. To the church. You see, let me just give you a little foundation to this. 
because I, I, I like people to understand what is going on. You know. Now, the, 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 the foundation I want to give you is that all this church thing, all this Christian life born again thing is based on giving. Very important. That's, that's the big, big one. This life, born again, you are a Christian, you are going to church, preaching and uh, speaking in tongues, Kalababa. it's all based on the John chapter 3 and verse 16, giving. Number one, God gave his son. That's a big one. And then, number two, the son gave his life. Yes, God gave his son. And then the son also gave his life. There are two separate things. As a pastor, I have given my precious church members and church workers to certain towns. But when the people went, they did not give themselves. So I can give. But the person will not give himself. But in the case of our Christian life, both God and the one he sent, his son, both of them gave everything that they had to give. So, the Christian life is not a life of holding back. Learn it today for the first time. In this life, we don't hold back. We give so that the kingdom, you see, God's kingdom thrives on giving. And the a giving that began with God himself and his son also gave. That's how the kingdom of God is. I want to welcome you online. I want to welcome you to the kingdom of God. Now, this kingdom is a kingdom of giving. I hope I'm breaking it down. So, so Paul said, in Acts chapter 20 verse 20 he said how I kept back nothing that was profitable to you I didn't hold back once I knew that this thing would profit you I never held it back if I knew that money would profit you I didn't hold it back if I knew that a visit will profit you, I didn't hold it back. If I knew that giving you special extra care will help to stabilize you, I did not hold it back. That's how we have the church we have today. So the church is based on people who don't hold back. You don't sit there and see a church in need 
and you have the ability, but you don't give it. You see, it will, it will work in another type of kingdom or another life. But in God's kingdom, you are required not to hold back. You don't hold back your time. You don't hold back your money. You don't hold back your energy. You don't hold back. That is, you see, that is how God's kingdom works. So when it is your turn, and you have something that benefits the church and you hold back you are a wicked person when it's your turn and you realize that you can also play the keyboard and you hold it back you can sing and you hold it back or you can even sing and also teach and you hold it back you are wicked I want to repeat myself the kingdom, the beauty of the kingdom is, is based on giving. Like the beautiful church we have here, people gave. I remember one day, a, a, a lady in the church called me and gave 15,000 pounds. Yes. One sister came and told me she wants to go out and, and go and collect money. She went, brought thousands. That's how we have what we have here. This is not from just giving of offerings. We couldn't have built this with people's offerings and even tithes. No. I mean, I see their faces. Sunday is one of them. They all went out. They all went out. I can see that they went out and, 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 and went and, and held. Even, even the land we are on, this land, was given by a church member. Nikrufio gave us this land. We didn't buy it with one city. Acres of land from wall to wall. He didn't come with documents to sell a land. He gave it to the church. And you see, that is how we are here. Because if we were to buy the land, maybe we'll still be building. We'll still be paying. So the Bible says in Acts chapter 4, the early church, the early church, verse 34, there was no... There was none among them that lagged. There was no need in the church. Why was there no need? Because as many as were possessors of lands or houses, sold them and brought the prices of the things that were brought, that were sold. That's how the church existed. The church, this is the first, there was no church before Acts. Well, in a certain sense, we can talk about the church in the wilderness. But church as in ecclesia. There was nothing like that. The first time people gathered as a church was in Acts. And that's how the, the church survived. People gave. People gave. People gave. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot be in this kingdom and not give. And not give. Maybe today we may not need what you have. Maybe today. But I'm sure one day, one day, there will be a need for something. There are some of you sitting down who can sing. Who could have made the square? By the way, clap your hands for, the, for, for harmony. Beautiful choir. But there are some of you who could stand in the choir and sing. But you would not. But I'm just saying that this is, you see, the church, the church of God shouldn't be taking loans. The church of God shouldn't be paying singers and paying instrumentalists. All these instrumentalists. Mikhail, how much were we, did we pay you last month? If you break it down to weekly, like the money we give you weekly, like divide it into four. How much, how much did we, sorry, zero. We are not paying you. Wow. So all the things you are doing are just, just you, you are just you are just giving of your gifts. Because it's called a gift. You were given. It's a gift. A gift is given. So if you have a gift, why don't you also gift your gifts? I said, why won't you also gift your gifts? David is here almost every day. How much did we pay you last month? Nothing. Nothing. Oh. But during your wedding, we bought your wife's wedding gown and we bought your shoes and rented a car for you and rented a hotel for you. We didn't do anything. Oh. So you are just giving, giving. So, so play, the, play the keyboard. Play it. Ah, you mean it is free? The keyboard you are pressing is free. Yes, it is free because the money we, have, we would have used to pay him is the money we used to buy the lights, buy the, the glass, buy the speakers. If we were to be paying everybody, we would have what we have. The chair you are sitting on is David's money we should have used to pay him. That's the chair you are on. If we were to, pay, I mean, Mikael is a very expensive person. He understands money. He's a music producer. I mean, if we were to be paying him, there would be no money to buy the chairs. We would have come to church sitting on benches. But we are sitting on nice chairs because people have given their gifts. That's how God's church runs. Do you enjoy the singing? Do you enjoy grace? I mean, look at what uh, Judith came to. I mean, beautiful recital. Beautiful. I've heard nothing like that. I am over 50 years. I've never heard anything like that before. How much did we pay you? 
Sorry? Nothing. Nothing. We didn't buy your shoes, your nice dress, nothing. Why? It's a gift. It's a gift. Everything is a gift. We would not be here. Imagine if all of us were in Bread of Life Cathedral. I mean, we won't even fit there. Because that place is also full. <laughs> that place is also full. But we are able to spread. We are able to, to expand because of people's giving. Giving of money, giving of land, giving of kindness, giving of abilities, giving of talents, giving of gifts. Today, I'm saying to you that you can also, you have something to give. Can I tell you something? Am I allowed to just say something? Or should it always be scriptures? Can I just say something? You know, the service we are having, is it Frank? The service we are having here, I tell you that even your presence here is a gift. This service without you in it will be a different service. By being in the service, you are encouraging me that an important man like you can come into a service. Yes, come into a service. So, so your life, your body, your everything is a gift. Um, please put the point number five back again. Your role is to make your talents. Anybody listening to me, some of you who are online should be in the church service. That data you are spending could have been used to give an offering. And you are online and you don't also give any offering. There's a lot of you who are online. Don't give offerings. Actually, in a few weeks or so, I'm actually thinking of it that I'm going to cut online services, online streaming, except for one, maybe 8 cm or something. But church service like this, no, we are here. If you want to come, come. If you don't want to come, just be, be in your house. Yeah. Because even those in England and America, you don't give offerings. You don't give offerings. You are looking at my face. I'm also looking at your face. Very soon, we won't be streaming anything online. Can you sing? Can you dance? Are you saying that you have nothing to offer? Ah, you must be a very wicked person. Can you please sit down? I'm asking a question. I'm saying that. Can, are you saying that you have nothing to offer? Nothing? You can't give anything? You have nothing? To, you mean even, even your presence in the choir? Oh, no. No, no, it can't be. It can't be. It can't be. Your role, your role is to play your role. I said, Your role is to play your role. And you know what you can do. You know what you, you can do. 
I was blasting one of the worship leaders yesterday. You are standing on the stage worshiping, wearing your black and jeans and all these things. But me, all of you could have been leaders in the choirs that I'm struggling to pastor. You come to stand there with your jeans. And, 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 and that is how it is. You see, people, like even giving of offerings. Somebody can just come and give a thousand Ghana City offering. And you are awed. What? Thousand City offering? I mean, that's a lot of money, baby. But that person who is giving a thousand could have actually given ten thousand. But they just come and just fly something. And then when they go to NDC, NPP, they give the real money they want to give so they can get setbacks and kickbacks, which are setbacks. Kickbacks, which are setbacks. I shouldn't say it. So you see somebody singing, you are old. Wow, what a voice. What a beautiful singing. But this person singing could also be a pastor of something. Could also help in another way. But they come and, and just dazzle us with a nice song. I mean, Bishop Solo in Adenta Church, he was, a, he was a keyboardist just like David. But as he was playing the keyboard, he was also pastoring. He pastored and pastored and pastored and was a pastor of a service. Today he's a bishop overseeing churches. I'm saying to you that holding the camera and filming the service doesn't impress us. Look at you, you, look, hey, 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 look at my face. You can't come and hold the, the, the camera and think that because you are filming the service, we are impressed. You can do more. You can be a shepherd. You can be a center leader. You can be a center leader. Give everything. We don't want some. We want all. Because Jesus didn't give some. He gave all. God didn't give some. God gave all. His only begotten son. We also want all. You also want all. That is why in the church, you see, you, you sat in the church for a long time. You can't even overcome sin. You can't live a holy life. You can't, you can't bind any demon. Because, you, you see, this kingdom, because God started it by giving all, you can't be here and benefit in this kingdom by not giving all that you can give. Yes. So many of you are not profiting. Because in First Timothy chapter 4, verse 15, he said, give thyself holy, 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 that thy profiting. That's how we profit. That's how we, 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 we show the world that there's a blessing in following God. That's how we show our friends and our classmates. You know, let me tell you, anybody who doesn't give your all will never benefit you will have nothing to show the world that you are a Christian except attending church. But your life will be a life of an unbeliever. You can never profit. That's not how God did it. That's not how God made it. You're profiting to appear to all. You give yourself holy. You give every gift. 
You give every gift. You develop your gift. I've been preaching for the past 30 years. The past 30 years. In the same church. Not that I was somewhere and I went somewhere and went under somewhere and vanished somewhere. In the same church, I've been here preaching to you. And over the 30 years, I have, I have consciously developed my preaching, developed my pastoring, developed my shepherding. Because I want to give every, I mean, if I can give it, I'll give it to you. So I am prophesying. Profiting so much that I am a target of wicked people. Yes. Because I'm visible. You've been in church for five years. What do you have to show? No, I'm, ask, I'm asking a, an English question. English question. You've been in church for five years, three years, ten years. What do you have to show for being a Christian? I mean, do people see Christ in you? Because all you are giving is just a church attendance. But there is more. Everybody, there is more you could give. You could join a center. You could join a bar center. You could do something. There is more. And here in this kingdom, you don't benefit by giving pieces. You don't. You don't. So God is calling you. God is calling you. We need your gift. Can you tell him? We need your gift. Tell your neighbor, we need your gift. We need your talent. Yes, the church is built this way. Tell tell her, this is how the church is built. People give their things. Say, people give houses. People give lands. People give abilities. Paul didn't hold back. Tell her, say, Paul didn't hold back. Jesus didn't hold back. Say, that is how the church is. So, say, say, tell her if you are here. Tell her if you are here. Then we don't just want your singing. We want more. All right, all right you, you are counting money also. It's also, we, we, we thank God for that. It's a blessing. We want more. Say, we want all. Say, I'm sorry for saying we want more. We don't want more. Say, we don't need more. We want all. Number six. Is that seven? Number six. Your sixth role is to know your pastors. Love and respect them. It's a, it's a responsibility. Number one, know your pastors. First Thessalonians 5, verse 12. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you. It's your responsibility. If you are in this church, it is important that you know the people who are laboring, who are working. You should know. You should know the pastors. Where you live, 
There's a pastor there. You should know him. Not knowing that pastor is wrong. Not yes, not knowing that the pastor in your town, your your community, there is everywhere, every single person where you are coming from, there is a pastor over there. If you don't know the person, you are doing something wrong. Said, so, do you know? Are you a member of this church? Are you a member of this church? No, I, I, I want to be sure. I don't want to. Are you a member of this church? Right. Do you know the pastor in charge of the area where you live? You don't, not so. Yes. No, no problem. I'm just saying that it's wrong. Know him. Just know him. That's all. You can sit down. That's all. If you, if you are in this church, you must know Bishop Dagwood Mills, our pastor. You must know him. You can't be here. So, me, I'm, I'm just in the OEB church and Bishop Ogo is my pastor. Bishop who Ogo? The, the, the Bishop Ogo is your pastor was brought here by somebody. You need to know the person who is the real pastor of the church. The real pastor. It's not me. I can be transferred from this church by a text message. Yes. Text message. I can just receive a text from Bishop and it's just one word. Apollonia. That's, that's all. It's just, Apollo, I have to understand what that word means. Apollonia. Means that I must go there, look for land and build a cathedral there and be a pastor. Just, no, no. Can you please organize some members and go to Apollonia and start something there because we are believing God to expand. No, not too many. Apollonia. I should be able to send Reverend Michael a text. One word, Sasabi. Without he calling me back to ask me, what does it mean? It means go and farm. Go and farm in Sasabi. Go and farm. Know your pastor. Our pastor is Bishop Dag Heward Mills. He is our pastor, our father, our prophet. We love him. We honor him. Yeah, and we, 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 Next week, we are celebrating his birthday here. Does it offend you? So, know. Know the people. It It is important to know them. Then the next thing is that you must respect them. Yes. Respect them. Respect them. It's not just a matter of knowing. In this family, you are not allowed to be indifferent. I don't know. Can you help me with another word? Sorry? You, you, you can't be neutral. Indifferent. It's like, ah, you are there, I'm also here. I know you are the pastor, I know you are the bishop. You are there and I'm here. No. You actually must actively respect and honor. Yes. 
this year towards October, we are going to honor our pastor properly. We will honor actively, actively. It's, you see, it takes something from you. If you, are in, if you are in this branch and you are indifferent to me, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are bringing a problem to your life. Like our church has been under attack and you are a member of the church and you are indifferent. In fact, you are in your house posting messages that we shouldn't attack. Such a person is a fifth column. Such a person, you, you must view the person as an agent of the devil in the church. No matter how long he has, no matter what he has done in the church. Because people change. Yes. Loyalty today is not loyalty tomorrow. Yes. Judas was once counting money and making accounts. Chosen by Christ. So don't use the things you've done in the church yesterday as, as, a, as a basis for misbehaving today. God, today we are taking you on by what you are doing. Respect the pastor. Is there in verse 13, that verse we read, verse 12, we beseech you to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord. So know them, know the pastors. There's a lady pastor, there's a pastor, there's a pastor. Know them, know the people. And then when you know them, verse 13 says, you must esteem them highly, highly, highly. You, 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 it's wrong to be in your house and be using social media to be fighting a message I am preaching. It's wrong. Even if you don't agree, shut up and be in your house. It's, it's so wrong. And you are sowing a seed that you wouldn't want to reap from your children. We must esteem our founder. We must esteem our pastor. Highly. Not yes, thank you. Highly. Not just esteem. Highly. 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 Now can you say you, you, you respect and you esteem somebody who, who, who I mean, as, like as I'm right now, I'm preaching and I'm sweating and I'm trying to get the word into the church member and you are actually fighting. So it's like I am, I am, I am, I, 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 I am in a boxing match as I'm preaching. I'm, I'm fending off your blows, fending off your assault and trying to also minister the word of God. You are not being fair to me. 
You are not being fair to me. It is wrong. Whatever spirit makes you do that is a wrong spirit. Even if the message I'm preaching is a wrong message, pray for me. But don't fight me. Don't fight me. Because you, you are you are you are you are you are touching something you don't understand. You are touching. Center leaders must be respected. Respect your basenta leader. Those who, that is how a church is. How that's how we live in a church. We know this is not a leader. This is not a leader. This is a leader. He's a leader. We esteem him. This is not a leader. This is not a leader. This is not a leader. This one, I don't even know whether he can even lead. But this one is a leader. This is a leader. We have to respect you. You have to, my sister, you have to respect him. That's how the church is. You don't just add a leader to people and just rubbish them. You don't add your leader in the church to politicians. You treat your pastor the way you would treat politicians. Your son will also treat you the way he would treat workers at your construction site. Say respect. Respect. Look, look, listen to me. Listen. Listen. Let me explain. There's a please underline that part for their work's sake. Because, I mean, if you look at me, I mean, think about it. What about me? What is it about me that will let you respect me? You have more money. You don't need me for anything. You, I mean, there are nothing. I'm, I'm irrelevant and inconsequential to your, to your life's smallest detail. You are more educated. You have got more, more cars. Nothing. I mean, but the Bible says that even if I, I'm not educated academically or I don't have money, or I, whatever it is you, in your estimation, I don't have. Just because of the work, the work I am doing, the work alone, the work in the church. Just, just, I mean, look at your center leader. He can't even speak good English. Your center leader cannot even speak good English. You went to Presec. He has just come, he just came, he just wrote his wasi from Lake Lebe, DHS. You, 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 you went to prison. He just coming from Lake Lady. If you, if you listen to his English, you won't respect him. He doesn't have clothes, doesn't have shoes. Well, he doesn't have anything. But the Bible says that we don't use shoes and English and money and family background. Just the work, the work the person is doing alone should be enough for you. It should be enough for you. So because pastors know that you are, you are actually a falling, backward, backslidden, unintelligent person 
and they know that you will never respect them for the work they do. They also sport in front of you. Yeah, they wear things, curl their hair, wear expensive things with the, the car, the car. They use the churches, whatever, to buy the latest car. Yeah, because if they don't do that, you won't respect them. So, so, so the pastor who comes to the church with Ford Bravo, 1997 uh, 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 Ford Bravo. You don't respect him. So what should he do? What should he do? He go and dip his hands in the church's coffer and buy the latest V8. Uh-huh. Land Cruiser. Now you respect him. When he comes, he, you, the, the, the things he's wearing, his, his, he has even bleached his face. Light, light bleaching. Just to turn the skin. What you don't know is that his appearance, how he has appeared, is a church building in, in Tamale. Why he has his appearance? The car is it's a church building. Look at the buildings we have built. Look at it. Look at it. Go around. Go to the mountains. Go to Pediasa Cathedral. Go around and see the things we are building. How much of that money has been used to buy a car for anybody? But you still will not respect the person. Rather you are on the internet reading stories about the pastor. Say for their work's sake. I know this. Look at the suit you are wearing. This is Versace. Why will I wear this? This one can buy me, my children, and half of my wife. I may never be able to wear what you are wearing. But the work, this work, this, what I'm doing, eh? What I'm doing, you must respect me. Yeah. It, it's there. It's, it's for the work's sake. For the work's sake. Respect me. That is how in the church we don't talk about pastors. You can't be here and be discussing me. It's wrong. You can't be here and be discussing me. You can't be here and be making, making sarcastic comments. Passing innuendos and snide remarks. Sarcastic comments. Don't do that. If you, are, if you have been doing that, please just, when we stand up to pray, just do this and just kiss your tongue and just say, that, Lord, I'm sorry for the, my behavior. Because you have just brought a problem, big, big, big. And some of the problems, eh, it, it, it's your children who will experience it. It's not you. Because by, this, by, by the grace of God, most of you don't need much. Is that child walking there? He doesn't. He, he, <laughs> Respect. Number three. See, is there? They may think I'm, 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 please, see, what is see? Oh, you need glasses. Sorry, see is what? Believe in your pastors. Believe in your pastors. Believe in Bishop Dagwood Mills. Yeah, believe that either, you see, it's up to you. Either he's an anointed pastor or he's, he's, he's Satan. Yes. Choose what you want to choose. 
Either he's a pastor, he's a father, he has covered us, he is anointed, he's a servant of God, or, or if in your estimation you, you are going by things that people who have not even. Believe in him. I'm not, I, I didn't bring this, man. I've been preaching from this book since October. You can see how the book is tied. I'm not, I've not jammed anything. I'm telling you today, I said today, today, you, you have a choice to believe that Christ is Lord or he's a lunatic. You have to believe it. Either he's Lord, the things he said, the things he said, the things he did, He's either a lord or a lunatic. He's either a master or a mental patient. You can't have two minds about Christ. In the same way, in our church, you must have a mind about the pastor. You have one mind, one mind. You are not allowed to have two opinions. You're not allowed to have two opinions. No matter what people are talking about. You must have a mind. And that's why Christ asked the disciples, what, whom do you say that I am? You, you yourself, what do you say I am? You yourself, what do you say I am? Because as for opinions, I can tell you, the girl you will marry, the girl you are going to marry, put your ear on the ground carefully. There will be comments about that girl. You hear things. Yeah. The man you will say yes to, put your ear on the ground. Pa, you hear comments about him. Yeah. There will always be things. There have been comments about Catholic Church, comments about Presby, comments about Anglican, comments about Methodist, comments about Action. So if you hear comments about your church, it's up to you to make up your mind. Every church has got its comments. Unless you came yesterday. Believe in your pastor. He has not even come to stand in this building to have a church service to do anything. From afar, he has organized a church building for us, guided us, showed us what to do. This building we are in is a church's super international headquarters cathedralistic of the Dusseldorfs. In Kuala Lumpur. I said, this, this building in the forest, the forest of the eastern part, forest in Accra, this is a church's in, independent, dependential of the uh, uh, aristocratic, ecclesiological, uh, uh, sanctified headquarters on Massachusetts. But this is a branch of a church. Believe in your pastors. That God is using them to care for you, to help you. Believe in them. Don't be Satan in the church. Don't be Satan in the church. Believe in them. And D is what? It is D. D. Pray for. Your pastors. Your role 
your role is to pray for me. Is to pray for Bishop Doug Rodriguez. Your role is to pray for your center leader. Your, your role is not to criticize me. It's to pray for me. That's your role. Verse 25 of 1 Thessalonians 5. That's in chapter. Verse 25. He said, Brethren, pray for us. I want to beg you, eh? Instead of sitting in your house with your husband or your wife or your friend, or instead of passing WhatsApp messages and texting you and your underground church members, pray for us. Can't you see that we don't match up to your standards? I want to ask anybody in this church and online who has had the audacity to pass comments about Bishop Dagwell. How often have you prayed for him? Put your prayer hours on the left and your criticizing hours on the right. And you yourself as, 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 as a Christian, ask yourself if you have done what is right. A church member called me. Not when the, 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 the phone had called by mistake. And it was blasting me. This was about 13 years ago. 14 years ago. Insulting me. I don't even know how the phone dialed. I was listening with my left hand. I was driving. But now, I want, to, I, want, I want to ask that person. <laughs> Should I ask that question? How many times have you prayed for me? How many times have you prayed for me? Whenever you are tempted to criticize a man of God, Ask yourself if you have prayed for him. If you've not prayed for him before, don't, don't speak. If you have prayed for him before, don't speak. Whether you have prayed or you have not prayed, don't speak. Because you are not allowed. You are just bringing problems yourself. Brethren, pray for us. And finally, your servant's role is to bear fruit in Christ. Bear fruit in Christ. John 15, verse 16. says, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go. You should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. And whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Bear fruit. 
You are a tree. Psalm 1. Psalm 1. He shall be like a tree. Lift up your right hand and say, I am a tree. Say, I am a tree. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit. Next week, each one, each, every single person, you can reach one. You can touch. Sing that song. Sing that song. Sing that song.
listen to what Bishop is saying to us. He says, after being born again, it is important to bear fruit. Jesus saved you and you must show your appreciation by doing something for the kingdom of God. Seek the kingdom of God first and all other things will be added unto you. Let Matthew 6.33 be the greatest key to success in your life. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things that men are dying for shall be added to you. With these master keys, you will be established in Jesus Christ. One day, you will be glad that you knew Jesus and you grew up spiritually. May you be rooted and grounded in Christ until he comes. Clap your hands for Jesus. Put the points up again, please. And let's go through them as we end the service. Number one. Points number one. Your first rule. Shall we rise to our feet, please? And loudly read each point on the screen. One go. Oh, I can't hear you. This is not, this is not good, please. One, two. Again, number one. Your first role in the church is that of a faithful attendee. Number two. Your second role in the church is that of a stable Christian. Number three. Your third role is to pay tithes. Number four. Your fourth role is to give offerings. Number five. Number six. Number seven. Sorry, sorry. There's a D. There's a D there. Okay, number seven. Seventh rule. Number seven again. Number seven again. Lift your hand and say, I will bear fruit. I will bear fruit. Say, I'll be fruitful. fruitful. Barrenness is out of my life. Say, I am a Christian. I, Christian. I belong to a church. I, to a church. I, am, a I am a tree. I must bear fruit. Must bear fruit. Lift your hands and pray as we close. Lift your hands and pray. Lift your hands and pray. Everyone lift your hands and pray. Let me be a stable member of the church. A stable member of the church. One mind about my church. One mind about my pastor. One mind, Lord. One mind. One mind. Father, we thank you for a beautiful time we've had in your presence. 
And now I would like to ask you to, to bow your heads. Please bow your heads. Please bow your heads. There's a sister, there's a brother who came to church today. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. Pastor, I want to be born again. Pastor, I want to know Jesus. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, if you are here. And you want me to pray with you to surrender your life to Jesus Christ in the service. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. He wants you to pray for you. If you are here in the service. Lift your hand. I'm going to pray for you. If you are to die now. Yes, lift it high. He wants you to pray for you to be born again. Lift your hand high. If you want me to pray for you, let your hand be above your head. I want to see your hand clearly. I see your hand. I see. I see. If you were to die right now, you don't know where you'd be. But a prayer, a simple prayer, can change everything. I want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to know Jesus. I want to experience him personally. If your hand is up, if you've lifted your hand, I want you to leave where you are and come to me here. Come. Come. Yes, come. If your hand is up, take your Bible, take your phone, take your book and come. Yes, clap your hands for them. God bless you. Come and surrender your life to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. You can stand here, sir. Clap your hands for them. Keep clapping. Somebody wants to come to Jesus. I don't know who you are, but you want to surrender your life to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus tonight. Come to Jesus tonight. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. Come. Oh, I see them. Many of them are coming. Look at that. Clap for them. May you encounter the Jesus you are looking for. May he change your life. May he make you new. Another person is coming. Somebody is coming. Clap for them. Let's bow our heads. And those in front, lift your two hands. Those who have come to the front. I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today. Today. I realize I am a sinner. I realize I am a sinner. I am dirty. I am dirty. My soul is dirty. My soul is dirty. I've gone far from you. I've gone far from you. Tonight. Tonight. I make a U-turn. I make a U-turn. And I return to you. And I return to you. Please receive me. Please receive me. 
Please embrace me. Please embrace me as your child. As your child. I want to be your child. I want to be your child. I've gone far. I've gone far. Please accept me. Please accept me. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. Today. Today marks the end. Marks the end of a sinful life. Of a sinful life. Oh God. Oh God. Please wash my sins. Please wash my sins. I am dirty. I am dirty. Please wash my sins. Please wash my sins. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. Make me new. Make me new. Make me pure. Make me pure. Make me your child. Make me your child. I declare. I declare. That I am born again. That I am born again. I declare. I declare. All things have passed away. All things have passed away. I declare. I declare. That I'm going to grow. That I'm going to grow. I'm going to be planted. I'm going to be I'll bear fruit. I'll bear fruit in this church. In this church. Say, Lord. Lord, help the person. Help the person who will be in charge of me. Who will be in charge of me to care for me well. To care for me well. Give them wisdom. Give them wisdom to care for me. To care for me so that I grow. So that I grow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For my salvation. For my salvation. 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 I have received salvation. I have received salvation. And it's precious to me. And it's precious to me. I thank you. I thank you. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Beautiful. I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy. You know, this is the most important decision you will ever take. Every other decision you will take in life depends on this. Whether you will go left or right depends on this. So I pray that it should not be just something you came to do, but you will follow on to know the Lord. You will follow on to walk with Him. That's why tonight I am putting you in charge of pastors. Can you see them there? The pastors who are waving their hands. The man and the woman there, yes. They are specially gifted by God to care for you, to teach you, to help you. And I believe that through them and their team, you will be established and get to know Jesus. So I want all of you to please go to them. Yeah, go to the white lady, the white woman there, yes. Please go to her. Yes. Clap your hands. Beautiful. Oh, keep clapping your hands for them. Clap your hands for them. Keep clapping your hands for them. Oh, let your hand clap show that you are excited. Clap with the keep with the with the with the guitar. Don't stop clapping. This is the work of God. Those online, there's a number on the screen. I want you to call that number. Somebody will respond and be a friend to you, counsel you, talk to you, and help you to be established in Christ. Clap your hands once again. Are you happy you came to church? I want us to come to the Lord's table and have our communion. Take eat, this is my body. 
which was broken for you. We are coming to the Lord's table. This is my blood, which was shed for He invites us to dine with Him. Eats my flesh and, drinks my blood, and the food on the table. You can't believe it. It's the body of Christ and the blood of Christ. That's what we are about to eat. Lift your bread. Say, this is the body of Christ. Say, as I eat it, I'll be a part of the body of Christ. I will show up in the church. I will show up in the church. I will be an important member of the church. I will be an important member of the church. I will not separate myself from the church. Say, I am a part of the body. I am a part of the body. And as I eat this, I'm joining myself to the body of Christ. The body of Christ. The church of God. I'm a part of the church of God. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. When I see the blood, oh, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Oh, when, when I, I see, see the, blood, the blood, when I see the blood, when I see the blood, oh, when I see, when I see the blood, lift your cup. Jesus on that day. When he lifted the cup, it had wine in it. There was no blood in the cup. But he said, this is the blood of the new covenant. And as you hold it, you are holding life. When you drink it, you are drinking life. When you drink it, you are drinking power. No witch looking for you will be able to get you to destroy you. Say the blood of Jesus. The cup of blessing. I'm a part of the body of Christ. The blood. Let's drink it. Lift your two hands. Heavenly Father, bless us with beauty. Bless us with beauty. Amen. Let the ugliness of our lives give way to beauty. Amen. Beauty for ashes. Amen. Beauty for ashes. Amen. I declare that anyone under the sound of my voice yes. who has taken part in this meal will grow to be a beautiful tree. Amen. Remove the ugly parts of our lives. Amen. Let your glory shine. Amen. Let your glory shine. shine on us, Lord. Let your glory shine. Amen. Let your glory shine. Yes. Let your glory shine. Amen. Thank you, Father, Amen. for your blessing. Thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen.